Hello, 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 and welcome to the Greater Is In Me podcast, where each episode is intended to inform, inspire, and influence listeners to fulfill the greatness that exists within. I am your host, Peace Sloan Joseph. Thank you for tuning in to episode 15. For my love, appreciation, and enjoy segment, I want to talk about the Marco Polo app. I use it professionally and personally. It's a live feed video, and it can also be used to record videos, and then you and those that you're communicating with can go back and forth. So if you're looking for another tech tool that will allow you to keep in touch with your loved ones near and far, check out the Marco Polo app. I have been working on eating healthier and I mentioned this before I'm using the Weight Watchers app but what I realized is that now that I am not at school every day and I'm going through summer recovery and those of you that are that keep calling it summer break tread lightly you need to stop saying that use change your language it's summer recovery say it with me summer recovery thank you anyway during summer recovery there are some days where I'm I am facilitating professional development and attending professional development but there are some days when I am just chilling at the house just hanging out and because I'm not getting my regular number of steps I normally get about 10,000 steps at school Um, I'm an instructional technologist and so I'm all over the building I serve teachers and students and administrators in sixth seventh and eighth grade at a middle school so those steps that I get in I think that helps me to burn some of my weight but because I'm not doing that I'm not getting those 10,000 plus steps in every day I've been following my points, but I've just been really stagnant. So I started working in a walk routine. And if you, um, I know some people have reached out to me and since I started talking about Weight Watchers, they've gotten on the app as well. One of the things that I have been doing when it rains or when it's hot or I just don't feel like going outside or whatever, um, I've been doing line dancing and I've been doing like this walk in place routine where I rotate these different steps and they have several of them on YouTube so that you won't have any excuses. And I do it while I'm like watching the Golden Girls. Y'all know I love the Golden Girls. Um, Watching Law & Order, um, hashtag the original only. Let's not even talk about the spinoffs, that's not real. And then I found out that there are like four episodes of The Closer that come on every day. And so I've been recording them and I've been walking to those at night too. So no excuses, let's try to get it in. I try to get in those steps, um, 30 minutes, five five out of the seven days of the week. But when the, when the weather is nice, Jeffrey and I have been walking in the neighborhood in the evenings. And we have the same trail. We go the same path every um, day. And so we have this doll where there's this house. They always have their window open around the time in the evening that we walk. And every time we come back, their dog loses its mind. I don't know if it's a girl or a boy. It just loses its mind. It bangs on the door, it's scratching on the door, it's barking. You would think like we're in the yard cutting cartwheels or like we have come in the yard with face mask on, guns blazing. It is, this dog is like super crazy. And I'm not a dog person, so I don't even know if this is normal. But the first couple of times, it really, really scared me. And I was thinking about not walking anymore. But... One of the things I realized, Jeffrey was looking at me to see, should he be, you know, your kids, whether you're a parent or an educator, whoever's listening to this, when you're around children, they're looking to you to decide should, like, what should we do? Are we scared? Okay, if we're scared, let's be scared. Are you cool? If you're cool, then I'm cool. They're looking to you 
to show them how they should react. So I, on the inside, now Jeffrey is like, be quiet. Oh my gosh, leave us alone. We're just walking. Why does he keep doing that? And I am like, okay, Jeffrey, just keep moving. Keep walking, stay focused. But on the inside, I'm like, um, look here, little dog. I'm trying to lose 10 pounds. You are a distraction. You're trying to make me have a reason to just not walk. And I'm not doing it. But then I thought about this. You know, there are all these times when I'm thinking about there's all these teachable moments that come up as a parent and as an educator. And I was thinking, let me talk to Jeffrey about barking dogs, about distractions, because we all have them. And I shared with him some of the distractions that I've had in my life that I still have in my life. And he talked to me about some things that have been a distraction for him in his classes, when he's playing sports with his friends. And I told him, you know, as you continue to walk with me and as you get older, I will share more about the distractions that I have had in my life and what were the consequences of that. So let me put a, put a pin in that. It is very important as educators and as parents that we share with our students our distractions and our challenges. When we stand before our children and and our students and we act like we have it all together, we are perfect, we, you know, make no mistakes, that's why they don't see us as human. That's why it's hard for them to trust us. That's why they can't build relationships with us because we don't seem real. I think that it's very important that we share those stories with our children and with our students that breaks down those barriers and it builds a relationship with those students that they can respect. So let me get back on my story. Anyway, as a wife, I discuss my goals with Mark. I've told y'all he's my accountability partner, my life coach, my cheerleader. He refocuses me when I get frustrated and want to quit. And yes, I'm going to tell you right now, I want to quit sometimes. I have another degree. I have an undergraduate degree in business administration and I have done finance and I have done human resources. And I'm like, with all of this educational experience, I could clearly be a corporate trainer and make enough money to pay off all these school loans and medical bills and all these extracurricular activities and, you know, these random things that happen to come up in life. But then Mark, when I start talking like that, Mark always refocuses me and he reminds me, he says, but what's your purpose? Go back to your purpose. Because in the, in the process, of, process of me chasing the paper, I get away from the purpose. And then I end up, I'm going to end up being like some of these people who are out here chasing paper and they're miserable. And they act like they're not miserable, but they are. Because um, it's like more money, more problems. So he's the person that, you know, reminds me and gets me back on track that I have a purpose. I have a greatness that I'm supposed to fulfill. I know that it's in education, but still I'm like, well, I can inform, influence, and inspire folk at the corporate level. What are you talking about? But for right now, I don't, I complain like I'm going to leave, but I'm not because I just get frustrated because sometimes it seems like it's such a broken system and I feel like I'm not making a difference and it's not right there in front of my face, but I have to realize that it's not, I'm not always going to see it. Those things that I'm doing is making an impact, but I may not just be able to see it. And we have to be okay with that as educators. We're not going to see it all now as an educator. Let's talk about the barking dogs. I've been approached, and I know this is probably the situation for several of you that are listening. You've been approached with several opportunities. Sometimes, you know, it's in your school, it's in your district, it's in another district. That's happened to me over the last six months. In my school, 
and outside of, uh, excuse me, outside of my school district and within my school district, I've been offered opportunities to move. Uh, Some of them have been school-based. Some of them have been district level. And I've had to really sit and say to myself, number one, do these positions work with my family? Number two, do they work with my long-term goals? Now, here is the catch. None of these positions were going to be bad positions. All of them were going to develop me as a person. If I would have taken any of these positions a year from now, two years from now, I would have been a more experienced, I would have been a more developed educator. However, again, number one, my first go-to is does it work for me and my family schedule? Is this a good distraction? Because distractions can be good. They can be nice and shiny. And so... Will this new position keep me from doing, doing my best to be a good wife and a good mother? Because for me, when I can take care of home, I have more mental space at work. And so that's the first thing. And number two, is this a part of my long-term goal? Is this a good distraction? Is this taking me off of my journey that I've already set for myself that I know I need to be doing? So yes, some of these positions paid more. And yes, some of these positions would have allowed me to meet with and work with higher level management. Even some of these positions would allow me to make my own schedule and I would have so much flexibility because right now, if I want to chaperone a trip, for Jeffrey or I want to go eat lunch with Jeffrey, I have to take personal time or sick time. When I know for sure that I have several corporate friends, when they eat lunch with their kids or when they go on field trips with their children, guess what they do? They write it off as community service. They get points and and awards and rewards for that. And so I don't think that's fair. That's another topic for another day, but that's the current state of where we are in. And so I'm just going to leave that there. And I do what I need to do to support my kid. But there are good distractions. You are going to come up against good distractions. Distractions are not all bad, but you have to decide what are my goals and is this in alignment with my goals? Just like I tell kids, I can be a good distraction. When you're running down the hallway, and I think this is just middle school. I don't think this is elementary and middle and um, high school, but correct me if I'm wrong. Please feel free to comment. The sixth and seventh graders, eighth graders, not so much, but mostly sixth and seventh graders, they just love to run down the hallway. And I know you're not that excited about your next class. That's number one. So I don't know why you're running. Number two, I like to stop them and then get my laugh on on the inside. And I say, why are you running? Is there an emergency? Have you been trained as a first responder? Are you the person from the video where they say, you, go call 911? Are you going to call 911? Is that what you're doing? I need to know. And they always look at me with this blank stare like, what is she talking about? What is a a first responder? I just laugh in my head. It makes me laugh. But then I do try to make them laugh by saying, oh, so they're giving out chocolate or Takis. And you were going to go and be the first one in line for these free Takis or this free chocolate. Well, can the teachers get some? Can you go get me some and bring some back? Huh? Is that what you were going to do? And they look at me and they kind of chuckle a little bit because they know I'm kind of messing with them. But I'm just letting them know. I always stop and I say, you know, before I let them go, listen, the reason I stopped you is because I don't want you to hurt yourself or embarrass yourself. I don't want you to hurt anybody else or embarrass anybody else either. So I need you to slow down. That's called a good distraction, right? And it helps to build relationships. So all distractions are not bad. I just want you to know that. So as we go through this next week, I really want us to all, I'm still doing it. I'm trying to set my goals for next year. Like what are my goals for my school, for myself and for my school for next year in my position? 
Am I clear about that? Who do I need to talk to to make sure that I get some clarity on those personal and professional goals? Have you written them down? I do better when I write things down because then I can go back to it and say, mm, that was the date of that and I said that and it should be done by now. I need to get back on track. Have you shared your goals with the people that will remind you of your goals and then also hold you accountable? So like I said, I have people that are on Weight Watchers with me that are checking in with me and saying, how are you doing today? And I'm doing the same thing with them. Are you reading books and reading articles and watching videos and attending professional development that would actually help you to reach that goal because it's not going to come out of nowhere. Like I can't sit in my recliner and think that I'm going to lose this weight and I can't be a better instructional technologist if I'm not constantly seeking because technology, you know, it changes so fast. So I have to really, really stay on that. So what you got to do something. Are you ignoring the barking dogs? And sometimes those barking dogs are in your head, like the things that you say about yourself. Sometimes those barking dogs are the teacher next door to you. Sometimes those barking dogs are in your family. So have you identified the barking dogs and have you identified what you're going to do to ignore the barking dogs? The way I do it with the barking dog that's in my neighborhood, I have a walking stick. That's not just for the dog, that's for any fool that might try to run up on me while I'm walking. They don't want to do it. Tread lightly. But you've got to have a plan of action. you got to think ahead. Like, what am I going to do if the barking dog comes into my life, if this distraction comes into my life, good or bad? So this week, let's do that. Let's reflect on these questions. If anything is missing, let's take the steps to get back on track. Give yourself some grace. As long as you're moving forward every day and checking a couple of things off, you're moving in the right direction. Thanks for tuning in. Remember to like, share, and subscribe for the Greater Is In Me podcast. And follow me on Twitter at PSJoseph718 and on Instagram at greaterisinme underscore. Until next time, show yourself some love. Remember to take time each day to reflect and reaffirm yourself by saying, Greater Is In Me. Thank you.